0: As we begin a new year, President Joe Biden joins Ryan Seacrest on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Woo. And lets us know what his greatest memory of 2023 was. Somebody dropped the ball. Mm, It wasn't great. Also, someone called him the most accomplished president since the 1960s. I have my (laughs) doubts. Maine's Secretary of State bars Donald Trump from the ballot. And so it continues as we head into an election year. And Jimmy Raskin wants to absolutely destroy the Supreme Court of the United States all by wanting Arnold Schwarzenegger to run for president? Today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Welcome in. It's the first show of the new year, the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters show, back better than ever. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser. It is Tuesday, January the 2nd, in the year of our Lord, 2024. Ding. I practiced it on the way in. That's
1: <laughs> good. You don't write checks anymore. <clears throat> no. No. Well, uh, occasionally, occasionally. yeah, I I haven't written a check in a while, you know, this bank transfers, credit, whatever. Um, But I remember back in the day, like either in school or when I became an adult and would write checks, you'd have to scratch it out or void the check. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're here. 24. We made it. Woo. Uh, It's going to be a fun year. exciting.
0: A lot to get to on the program today. A lot happening over the weekend. We hope you enjoyed Your New Year festivities, if that included, like, some of us at this table going to bed before the ball dropped, then here's to you. But we start the new year. Obviously, there's a lot to get to uh, on today's program. And I want to remind you that coming up on Friday, so Friday would be January the 5th. At 4 o'clock, we will be at the South Carolina Statehouse for our annual prayer at the Statehouse, prayer in the chambers, uh, as we get ready to kick off the second half of the legislative session Uh, for 23 and 24. That will start the following Tuesday. So on Friday, join us at 4 o'clock. We will have the link for you to reserve your spot. Again, it's free. Come as you are. Just don't bring anything.
1: And seriously, please don't bring any noisemakers, musical instruments, animals, uh, all those weapons of any sort, any kind. The security of the building has told us they will not allow any of that inside. So whether you're well-intentioned, well-meaning, unless of course you have a legitimate service dog uh, or or something of that nature, please don't bring anything to this prayer gathering. Bring yourself, bring your family, family, uh, friends and family, friends, uh, family. Uh, bring your friends and family, friends, uh, yeah. church, church family. Yep. But please, whatever you do, do not bring uh, excess items to the state house this please coming Friday. Please don't. So that's coming
0: up on Friday, January 5th. We'll have more information about that. And later on this week, we're going to have a special episode about uh, what's coming up in the session in 2024. But before we get to the news of the day, I want to remind you that our show is brought to you by our friends at I Believe SC. I Believe SC, license plates, they're available for you Uh, now get them. They've been available. These license plates are funded and supported by Christians from across the state of South Carolina. Uh, The license plate you see on our wall is a bit dated. I I saw one recently on my walk, actually. I was walking the dog in someone's car, parked parked in their driveway. They had the I Believe SC license plate. If you want to learn more about how you can get this license plate and share the gospel, through a license plate across the Palmetto State, go to iBelieveSC.net today. I want to thank our friends at iBelieveSC for sponsoring the program as always. All right, news of the day. 2024 begins. We've got an election coming up in nigh on 10 months. Uh, it's gonna fly by. First in the South in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, we got the Iowa caucus coming up in a couple of weeks. We've got the New Hampshire primary about a week after that. And then about a month after that, you have the first in the South primary here in South Carolina. So get ready, you're gonna see people coming through shaking hands and kissing babies. And then they'll never come back. Anyway, the point is We don't care about uh, We your have babies. a lot, we have a lot coming up. But twenty twenty four, it's a year of new beginnings. You know, I hear it a lot around this time of year. New Year, New Me. And mm. eh, no, it's New Year, same you. And a tradition for a lot of people is to watch Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. Now mm. back when it was actually Dick Clark hosting it, it was enjoyable. Back when Dick Clark was hosting it before, let's say two thousand, mm. it was probably a bit more uh, entertaining and a bit less weird and a bit less uh, uncomfortable if you're seated with your parents or your or your children. Um, but now Ryan Seacrest hosts it because Ryan Seacrest does everything. He's the new Dick Clark ish, and he was joined by the President of the United States. Now naturally. I want to. Now I want uh, <laughs> naturally really. I'm sorry, I might be missing something. Did the previous president ever join Ryan Seacrest on Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve?
1: Don't need to. Did he ever? I don't honestly. I don't, I don't think, think he did. So. I'm sure that I don't Bar- think he did. I'm there's sure a certain, that Barack and there's Michelle. There's
0: a certain did. there's a certain political party that, that appeals the to the slightly celebrity. more friendly to yeah, and that appeals oh. to celebrity. They always try to appeal to celebrity, and it's Young, the most hip, annoying cool. thing in the world. Anyway, if Almost anyone like I was describing
1: Hillary Clinton.
0: If anyone is young and cool and hip, it's Joe and Jill. Excuse me. Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, Ryan Seacrest in his gloves. Asks, Those are nice gloves. Asks they look like hockey gloves. President Biden what foods he's been enjoying. Hard hitting journalism. What foods he's been the enjoying. Soft kind. Down in St. Croix as he vacations yet again at the very expensive home of a family friend. Also donor wink wink just go to camp david it's there for you just go it's to camp too cold david there and the bones
1: ache and they don't have good reruns he's of from lot.
0: delaware or scranton or a, a place with a near bunch you of mexicans or jews i don't know something it changes all the time anyway instead he goes to the virgin islands he's been enjoying some food ryan seacrest asked him what it is and just here's the leader of the free world i'm curious what sort of
2: holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days
3: well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've been eating pasta, which I love. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream.
0: Jill, Jill suddenly doesn't look well. I'm just going to put that out there. She had kind of the crazy eye look. Also, w- w- I just want to
1: no stop. Just
0: going to ask it. She's going to ask it. Mitch leaned into it earlier. I'm going to lean further. What's he really eating? Like applesauce? Ensure. Ensure, I, I was
1: about to say. Ensure. Whatever goes good li- with reruns of Matt Matlock. Lock. Uh,
0: yeah. Hey, as you, hey, Brian, you got a... Uh, hey, hey, Matlock, uh, he, uh, he's out of case. You got to check out that new episode. So they're in St. <laughs> Croix. And then Ryan asks him... A very serious question. Oh. What's your best memory from 2023? Now, to be fair, Joe's 80,000 years old. So he probably doesn't remember much of what he had for breakfast. That's why he went to the chicken Justin's not farm. an ageist. No, I'm not an ageist at all. Plenty of eighty year olds are are, are virile and active. Spry. Spry. <laughs> I saw them walking. Them I saw them walking through the mall when I was Christmas shopping, man. They're they good doing to the, go. What they doing oh, they there? were pumping. They were pumping. The mall some pretty walkers. Nice, hey, they had some pretty nice shoes. And after walking that mall several times, <laughs> after walking that mall several times, it occurred to me, maybe this is good exercise. <laughs> if you walk the roundabouts of the mall and you go the wide routes, you could probably knock off three or four miles. I'm, I'm just saying. It's it's like walking your dog, but you're in the mall. And you got some cool hip music. You can stop at Chickie a after you're done. It Anyway. So Joe's asked what his best memory from 2023 is. Let's try to get back on track here. <laughs> Listen to his response and understand that if, you, if your New Year's resolution was to eat healthy, congratulations because Joe just served you up a word salad.
3: As you
2: look back and reflect on 2023, what sort of of memories, highlights stand out for you?
3: Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than the paycheck. It's about your dignity, it's about respect. So many people through the Midwest and and in the center of the country, their their factors are shipped overseas the last couple of times out, and, and they were losing hope and faith. So we brought a lot of jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now. And uh, they've created a lot of jobs, over 14 million. And uh, I guess when I'm, I, I just feel good that the American people got up. They've been through a rough time with pandemic, but now we're coming back. They're back.
0: What the actual heck was that? Hey, what's your, what? President, Mr. President, what's your best memory from 2023? Uh well, you know, my dad. My dad used to have Joey. an expression. He'd say, "Joey, it's amazing that Joe Biden's dad always has a quote." for just exactly the right cultural moment in 2023.
1: My guess is he was referencing 1923, not necessarily 2023. I'm bothered by this man. I ah. am bothered by this man. It's the same thing.
0: I got I got to find it really quick and as we continue to talk about this because he tweeted something the other day or he exed it. Well, his staff did. Because this is after Donald Trump Sent out his social media, oh, yeah. you know, a yeah. truth social, Merry Christmas, may they all rot in hell thing. Yeah. Which I yeah. had extreme problems with. Joe Biden responds There's an expression they say in church sometimes love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. That's not an expression. That's a Bible verse? That's a verse. It's a quote. I believe.
1: Uh, Jesus? Yeah. I think so. You might not know who Jesus is. They say it in church sometimes. It's the, an expression. They say if that's in church. The church that he's been like um, encouraged not to
0: reattend. <laughs> he's the bad he's the good kind of catholic according to the progressives. Joe has a problem when it comes to being smart. And as we move into 2024 what you saw with this is that the man's not really with it. He's not really there. He kind of uh, doesn't know what he's talking about? <laughs> question mark? <laughs> Who put the question mark in the prompter? Yeah,
1: I, you know. I,
0: but uh-huh. but don't worry. Don't worry. Listen to this MSNBC conversation. This is rich.
3: This is rich. This
0: was yesterday. This is New Year's Day. uh, uh Listen to how Joe Biden is described in this
3: interview. Resident pollster, I want to talk to you a little bit about this new USA Today Suffolk poll that came out, uh, I guess, over the weekend, raving about it today. It should be setting off some alarm bells at the president's campaign. In it, he trails Donald Trump among Hispanic voters and among young voters. What do you see has changed between 2020 and now to see his numbers decline so much? And can you also speak to the idea that it seems like he's losing some of these folks to third party candidates, not to Trump himself? What does that mean? Look,
4: I think this is just reflective of the fact a lot of folks are looking at this. You know, this is going to be almost eight years of the same two candidates. Uh, In spite of the fact that President Biden has done not a good job. He hasn't done a good job as president. He's done an outstanding job. One of the most accomplished presidents since the 1960s in terms of things that the country will have seen benefits from. Are we better off than we were four years ago? Well, you think about where we were four years ago. In the midst of a pandemic, the country completely isolated tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands losing their lives. We're now out of that with a roaring economy. There was no recession despite predictions to the contrary. I think these numbers kind of reflect that state now. But as we get closer into the new year and it becomes clear, when Donald Trump is nominated, which I anticipate, Garrett, will happen soon, I think you'll see President Biden uh, restore some luster on that rose. I think you'll see him Uh, Again, assert the type of lead we saw in the summer of 2020. And I think he's going to beat Donald Trump comfortably in November 2024. That said, they shouldn't take these numbers lightly. It should just be an incentive to keep working, keep pushing. And I think they will.
1: Well, there was. Justin, if you look up the word tone deaf in the dictionary, Mr. Amandi's face is right beside it.
0: No, this isn't tone deaf. This isn't home-down. You
1: think it's, in, like, the intentional misinformation? We will
0: we will rewrite how things take place in order.
1: We're not in a recession. Joe Biden,
0: Joe Biden, Joe Biden is losing support amongst younger voters because either, A, they see that the economy's not good, um, or, but, and, and, and he didn't forgive their student loans like he told them they would. And then what was the other demographic? Hispanics.
1: Hispanic voters. Because
0: Hispanic voters... This is shocking, and this shocks Democrats because they think people vote along racial lines. Hispanic voters are actually in favor of more border security. (laughs) Like, that's an actual thing. Um, There's been reports now, if we look, there, there are more illegal immigrants pouring into the country right now than there are sometimes babies being born in certain months. So, again, he's losing support in two key demographics. Does that even out closer to Election Day? Probably. It probably does. I anticipate a close election. Uh, because the country's so polarized that's how it is now. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get a Reagan
1: 84. Yeah, there's not going to be a landslide. Again. But
0: speaking of 84, 1984. What Mr. Omondi is doing here, he's saying, "Well, look, think about where we were 4 years ago in the midst of a pandemic and then and now thousands of people dying and now listen. No matter who was president in 2021, the pandemic was over in late 2020. Early 2021. No, not
1: in Joe, California, Joe Massachusetts, Joe Biden, New York.
0: Joe Biden jumped out in front of the parade and said, hey, looky here, look at what I did. The parade was already moving. And then instead of quelling the issue, he then put poured more money into the, into the economy, more money out of people's pockets through taxpayer dollars, giving it back to them, and then taxing them on it again, it, hyperinflating the economy, heating it up artificially, the balloon gets bigger. Mr. Amandi here would like you to think that's not what happened. It's 1984. It's Double Think. It's rewriting history. It's literally Big Brother said something a couple of weeks ago. Turns out it wasn't quite correct. Something else happened. So we have to go rewrite what Big Brother said. Big Brother didn't say that. He said this. And that's where we are. We have to be really careful about what's going on in this country. By the way, most accomplished president since the 1960s, are we
1: sure? I mean, are we sure about that? I think he's throwing some people from the Democratic Party by the wayside.
0: So, since the 1960s, William
1: Jefferson Clinton was far more accomplished than. I'm just
0: going from 1960 to now. Here are the presidents Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, H.W. Bush, Clinton, W. Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden. Of those, the only person who is a, that was, that was who is an equal to Joe Biden is Jimmy Carter. Maybe Gerald Ford. See, I'm nonpartisan.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I, Joe Biden I mean, is the
0: least accomplished president other than Jimmy Carter since 1960.
1: Yeah, that's saying something.
0: Now, whether I like Lyndon Baines Johnson at all or not is a different story. Now, his programs, I think, effectively killed the family in the United States. He killed, the and he killed the family. killed the family in the minority communities and as well.
1: threw us into the middle of Vietnam. Sure. And I
0: think Nixon's presidency, looking back now, was much
1: better than people gave him credit oh, for course. at the
0: time. Uh, obviously, Reagan's presidency speaks for itself. Uh, H W Bush H W was a bit more liberal than many people want him to. He's too moderate on things. He's a and Globalist. He, he avoided the cultural issues, which set up the Clinton administration. Say whatever you want to about his um, improprieties, uh, but when it comes to the Democratic platform, Clinton was very successful in what in what he wanted sure. to do. Uh, George H W Bush, or excuse me, W Bush, navigated us through navigated us through the largest attack on American soil. Uh, a, a, a two-front war, basically, in Afghanistan and Iraq. How he handled that can be d- discussed at another time. And then, obviously, the bank downturns. President Obama disagreed with pretty much everything he did. But, but he was
1: very successful in accomplishing a his agenda.
0: He accomplished his agenda, and he's still doing it today. Donald Trump, I would argue, probably accomplished more than any of them. Pretty successful. In what he did, whether you disagree with it or agree with it. So the fact that Joe Biden is one of the most accomplished presidents in the 60s is a joke. It's a rewriting of history. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to... Convince people who don't understand history that this is actually what's happening. And the sad
1: thing, the sad reality is that many people will be deceived by this kind of double speech. Correct. They, they will be deceived. Oh, and, and they'll they'll talk about it at the gas station or, you know, at the where on the on the blogosphere, or whatever. They'll talk about it as if it's fact, as, yeah. as if, you know, it's true because they heard some smart guy yeah. on MSNBC talk about it. Yeah, no, exactly. no, no, no.
0: Um, we talked about this previously, but Donald Trump was ruled to be ineligible Domino's, for the ballot in Colorado. Domino's there were then attempts to do it in California. Uh, California's lieutenant governor said that their secretary of state must do everything they can to keep Donald Trump off the ballot because democracy. And then <laughs> Virginia tried to do it. Michigan tried to do it. Both of those were knocked knocked on their butts by the, by the courts. Maine's secretary of state, Shenna Bellows, um, has ruled arbitrarily across the board blanket. Donald Trump's not allowed on our ballot because insurrection. Now, I, again, just want to make the point that this is not going to do what they want it to do. This is not going to do what they want this to do. Here's Shinna Bellows, or Sheena, I don't know how she pronounces it, on. MSNBC explaining why she is removing Donald Trump from that state's primary ballot in 2024.
5: So I was duty bound
3: uh, to follow Maine law to uh, ensure the candidates, all the candidates who appear on the primary ballot are qualified for the office they seek.
0: she reading that? She got emotional there for. Is a she second. reading did that?
1: I, did I misread her voice in tonality? Did she? It sounded almost as if she got emotional for just a moment. It
0: sounded like she did. There are some. I, I have a few issues here. Number one, I said before the clip, it's not going to do what they want it to do. Because guess what's going to happen?
3: Uh, it's the same thing it's with gonna your impeachment the base.
0: thing. It's the same thing with your impeachment thing. Should Donald Trump be kept off of ballots? No.
1: Has he been charged with insurrection? No. And it's the exact same thing that you and I talked about all two podcast two shows ago when we talked about them intentionally using the word insurrection to fit within the bounds of the 14th Amendment. It, 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 within
0: the bounds of Clause 3 yeah. of the subsection oh, yeah. of the 14th well, well, that's, Amendment. That, that, and it's that been was, intentional. That was, that was used to make sure that Civil War participants didn't seek office. Now, some would argue there's no mention of of the pres office of the presidency in that amendment. Yeah. There's the argument there too. Here's here's what's gonna happen. <clears throat> and we we're kicking off twenty twenty four with a bang here. And again, I think it's I think it's well stated that I'm not a I'm not a I'm I'm not, you know. We're a nonpartisan organization, and yes. I am not for one particular candidate over the other. Here's what I will say They, and when I say they, I think you know who I'm talking about, will stop at nothing to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office.
3: I yes. Think it's been proven. And we've been and saying me,
0: this for some let time. Me, let me look in the camera one more time. They will stop at nothing. Just keep that in mind. They will do whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of that office. And I'll, I'll leave you to the, let, let
1: your imagination run a little bit. I'm reading from the Department of the Secretary of State of the State of Maine. Yeah. Um, and, and this, tell me if what I'm reading is correct, whether right. it's consequential to the argument or not. I just find it fascinating. Right. As a constitutional officer, the secretary is elected biennially easy for you to say, biennially, uh, through joint ballot of the Maine State Legislature and is charged with carrying out the department's diverse responsibilities and unique mission, which include Bureau of uh, Corporations, Maine State Archives, Elections and Commissions, and, of course, the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Mm-hmm. The question I have is she has not been elected by the, well, maybe statement, She, it, according to this, she has not been elected by the people of the state of Maine. She was elected by the representation of the people of the state of Maine through the state legislature.
0: But now she can determine who the people of the state vote for. Because it's just interesting, because it's democracy.
1: Interesting. Inter- oh, in fact, it's funny that you mentioned that. Importantly, the department takes its responsibility in the area of elections and civic education. I wonder when they added this. Very seriously, through comprehensive initiatives, the Secretary of State's office conducts a variety of projects designed to strengthen our democracy. democracy. Sacred, we live in a republic. Our sacred democracy. Yes, we'll thwart democracy. We'll bork buy, it into
0: a non-existence. We'll By supporting
1: um, democracy. Here, here. We lead into Jamie Raskin. Oh, I thought we were gonna give up on that one. No. Nope. nope.
0: Jamie Raskin it. was on State of the Union with Dana Bash talking about Clarence Thomas, because if there's one guy we hate, it's Clarence Thomas, apparently. Um, Here's what he had to say regarding Clarence Thomas's role when it comes to these cases involving the former president.
5: Should any of the justices recuse themselves if they take this up? Well, um, finally, the Supreme Court has developed what they're describing as a code of ethics. It's not binding in the sense that they're not going to anyone else. They could have gone to, for example, circuit court justices. You could have had state Supreme Court justices on a panel. But so they're they're deciding for themselves, again, whether they're in violation of their code of ethics. But I think anybody looking at this in any kind of dispassionate, reasonable way would say if your wife was involved in the big lie and claiming that Donald Trump had actually won the presidential election had been agitating for that and participating in the events leading up to January 6th that you shouldn't be participating. So in, he should recuse himself. He should. Not. Oh, he absolutely should recuse himself. The question is, what do we do if he doesn't recuse mm-hmm. himself?
0: Uh, uh, don't let that last part slip by. Clint, it, what should we do? What? What? So what do we do with him if he doesn't recuse himself? What are you going to do, kill him?
1: What, what, what are you going to do?
0: Uh,
1: yeah, be careful what him? you say there. I mean,
0: seriously. <clears throat> Jamie Raskin, I'm sure, is one of many Democrats who spoke out. I don't know. When was he first elected? He's 61 years old. I, I don't even know when he was first elected. Um,
1: uh, Since 19, or two, 2000, 2017. 2017. Before that, he was a Maryland state senator.
0: So in 2017, when Donald Trump won, he wasn't in Congress yet. He was inaugurated. He was was
1: brought in with Trump. He was brought in
0: with Trump. All right, let's use a different example. Maxine Waters in 2004 tried, or 2000 and 2004, tried to protest the election of George W. Bush. Is she not allowed to do anything regarding elections anymore? But if we want to talk about this Supreme Court issue, let's, yes, let's. Had, did, has Ketanji Brown Jackson ever donated to a Democrat candidate's campaign? What about Elena Kagan? What about Sonia Sotomayor? Have they? What about John Roberts? <laughs> Have they done any? Ha, seriously. This, this, this bloodlust that Representatives and senators have to oversee the Supreme Court. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This is not a threat to democracy. This is a threat to the Constitutional Republic foundational
1: separation of power. My concern is, is how deeply divided we are from the bottom to the top. Not just the Democrats, but even Republicans who want to use government institutions, constitutional institutions like the Supreme Court to accomplish their own will and agenda.
0: And it's not that's not that's never been the purpose of our government.
1: That's never been the purpose of the Congress, that has right. never been the purpose of the executive branch. Right. And all of its offices, that has never including the DOJ, including the FBI, including the Department of State, which includes the CIA uh, and and a myriad of other institutions in the alphabet, including the Department of Homeland Security and all of the myriad of alphabet soup that lives within it, Mm -hmm. including the Supreme Court of the United States. And by the way, in case you're wondering, the Supreme Court has been thrust into some sort of position that by our framers, it was never intended to be. In fact, the Supreme Court was always considered to be the lesser of the three branches of government. The Supreme Court was a stopgap in case the other two branches of government went off the rails and... Um Paging twenty twenty three slash twenty four. Maybe the Supreme Court ought to uh, potentially wrangle in. I don't know if it's within their authority and scope of power. They maybe ought to wrangle in some of these people that are just talking about. You know, Clarence Thomas. We'll we'll have to figure out what we're going to do if he includes himself in any sort of decision regarding Trump on the ballot in any of these rogue states. Well, it's it's absurd. The Supreme Court has done
0: a good job of rolling back government overreach from the executive branch. And that's their job. Their job is to rule on the law, not rule on the political whims of the day. However, progressives want them to rule on the whims of the day. One more thing from Jamie Raskin here before we get to our final story. Uh, When it comes to democracy and is it democratic to keep Trump off the ballot? Interesting answer from the representative
5: from maryland i think that the urgency is for the supreme court to act but um i think it's going to be uh tough for some of them if they want to keep trump on the ballot if they're falling for the argument that this is undemocratic i mean is it undemocratic that arnold schwarzenegger and jennifer granholm can't run for president because they weren't born in the country if you think about it of all the forms of disqualification we have the one that disqualifies people for engaging in insurrection is the most democratic.
0: Yes, Jamie, James, Jimothy, here's the problem. He he hasn't been charged with that. If Donald Trump was charged with insurrection and then convicted of insurrection, I'm with you. That's a high bar. That's a very high bar. But I'm saying that. I would be with you if he was charged with it and convicted of it. I would, okay, fine, fine. Here's the problem, James. He hasn't been charged
1: with it. Jamin. Jamin? J-A-M-I-N. All right, Jamin. Hold on, hold on, Jamin Ben. All right, all right,
0: Jamin. Here's the thing, Ben Jamin. Here's the issue. He hasn't been charged with it. He hasn't been convicted of it. Therefore, you can't keep him off the ballot for it. There's a reason why you want to keep him off the ballot, and it's because you hate him. And more so,
1: you hate the people who vote for him. And I would because argue... Because they're an impediment to your progressive fever dream. I would argue that not only do they hate him, and by they, I don't mean... I mean, there's a lot of people uh, in line because sure. they don't like the former president slash president of the United States, Donald Trump. Sure. They're afraid of him. Sure. They're afraid. I, I mean, reasonably so. I, I, You know, but it's ironic to these are the people who are using the Department of Justice to their advantage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yet they accuse. You know, if Donald Trump, if Donald Trump becomes president again, mm-hmm. look out. He's going to use the Department of Justice. You know, he's going to use the FBI. He's going to use. What slow they're down, already using. Slow down. Only on day one. And and listen, listen. If he becomes the president again, yep, he'll never stop.
0: He's he's just going to camp out. I would and believe that if he didn't leave the first time.
1: He, well, you saw how he left. He, he left. Didn't, he didn't leave nicely. He left. He left. He followed the Constitution. And he left. He did what he was supposed to do. And he kind of went away for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that he held to that 100 days thing. No, he didn't um, hold the 100 days thing, no. Vice President did. And broke his 100 days of silence here at Tom Family. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um. Hundred days of silence. That sounds like something. One hundred days yeah. of silence. Maybe, maybe all of us. Maybe all of us should have just a hundred days of silence. Well, mm. Mm.
0: one final thing. You know, I hear it said often that diversity is our strength. Oh, mm. it's not. But there's there's this push in the LGBTQIA plus minus ampersand division ah, hashtag. sign hashtag tilde movement exponent two for more representation yes spirit Two spirit here's a lieutenant colonel I want to thank our uh, friends at lives of tiktok i'm sorry here's a lieutenant colonel explaining to the fortune mpw it's had something to do with women so this man <laughs> is explaining it to him he's is he mansplaining <laughs> no hell better to be mansplaining never mind Here's, here's what this guy has to tell us about why it's important that trans people are um, able to be their authentic selves in the military.
2: So inclusion is a national security imperative. We fight today and we are gonna fight in the future using brain power. And if that brain, who's gonna revolutionize the way we fight in space, we fight in cyber, just happens to be in a trans body, you should want them all serving alongside me. And for your organizations, it's the same way. Those perspectives that we get from a diverse set of individuals, it's been talked about on stage a lot regarding the science behind high-performing teams. We need those perspectives. But it's inclusion that actually drives that. Because you can bring people in and if they don't feel safe to speak up, if they don't feel safe to bring their full selves to work, you're not going to get the value of the diversity. So for us, it is absolutely critical to drive our future success as an organization and potentially on the battlefield. And I think it's the same way for all of you because we can't leave that talent that is going to revolutionize the way we do business behind.
4: I think we have- What?
0: We're going to fight with our brains. I would prefer you to use guns and tanks, well, and bombs. Uh, brains are important. However, I want the brain to tell the finger to pull the trigger. <laughs> we're, we we listen, are, we if we, we, listen, we will lose every war. We're in a war of ideas, Justin. No, we're not. We're losing that one the too. thought war. Okay. <laughs> I I want to explain something to everyone right now.
1: <laughs> are you going to mansplain?
0: It yes, because I'm a man and I'm explaining things. <gasps> Israel cannot eradicate Hamas with brain power because, by the way, that brain power she's talk, he's talking about, pardon me, I misgendered them, that he's talking about is, well, I'm my true authentic self, therefore I have brain power. No, no. You know how Israel is going to defeat Hamas? They're going to shoot them. Do you know how Ukraine is trying to defeat Russia and vice versa? They're trying to shoot each other. You know what China wants to do to Taiwan? We want to shoot them. You know how we won World War II? We put people on a beach, they were being shot at, and they shot back.
1: Brain power.
0: This is, this. we will literally lose every war for the rest of time. If we continue to allow our military apparatus to be infected with this cancerous ideology, it's spreading, and it's metastasizing, and it's getting worse. We and our military our upper brass, and this is nothing against our military men and women. God love you. I respect you. Thank you for your service. But it's the upper brass that are insisting on this ridiculous ideology, meanwhile— Meanwhile, our enemies are shooting at us. They're licking their chops. They're literally shooting at us. Follow what's going on in the Red Sea, one of the major trade routes in the, in the, yeah. In the world. Yeah. We're being shot at. The Houthi rebels. The Chinese are ready to go. They flew a dang spy balloon over the country. Meanwhile, we're worried about our diversity. Well. And making sure that our people can be their authentic selves. No. No, I want my military to do two things. <laughs> Break stuff. Yes, and, and the other one. Yeah. And, and blow and, stuff up. Yeah. That's what I want you to do when necessary. And win hearts and minds. No. 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 When your enemies attack you, you shoot them. You don't, you don't look at them and go, you know, before you shot me, you called me a man. I'm actually a woman. We you know what they're going to say?
1: No. Pow. I was going to never mind. I was going to ask something about hate crimes, but I I just I'm going to stop speaking. of. Mm, mm-hmm. speaking of good segue into yeah. the next show. Good call. Um we are going to be bringing our 2024 legislative agenda to you uh in a show upcoming this week. Yep. So stay tuned to find out exactly what we are going to be working for and perhaps against in the upcoming 2024 legislative session. We've got a lot Coming up, a lot of great news, a lot of work to do, and we need your help. Um, We need you to be there with us in spirit and literally. Uh, at the State House as much as possible. We're going to give you opportunities and the details on when you can be a part of what's happening, yep. whether it's testimony, whether it is prayer, speaking of this coming Friday, whether it is uh, praying from home, um, whether it is getting your pastor to a Pastor's Day at the State House. All that coming up uh, this coming week. So stay tuned for another exciting. Addition and episode of the Palmetto Family Matters Show.
0: As we get closer to that session starting, our show is going to go back to that split local, state news, yeah. as well as national and international news. So uh, be sure to follow along with us for that. Until next time on the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show, the Palmetto Family Matters Show brought to you by, I believe, SC. That's all for today. We'll see you later on this week. For Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. Have a great rest of your Tuesday and an awesome start to the new year.